Greetings, this is Dr. Moss, and you tuned in to Theologically Speaking. If you go with me to Malachi chapter 3, and let's look at verse 6. As today I want to talk about um, tithes and offering. I want to talk about the purpose and the mistakes that are used in the church um, and the arguments there and for. Um, Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, for, for I am the Lord, I change not, speaks of his immutability. Therefore, you sons of Jacob, you are not consumed. Even from the days of your father are you gone away from mine ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me and I will return unto you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, wherein shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you've robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? Well, I'll answer that for you, he said, in tithes and offerings. (laughs) You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole entire nation. Bring ye all of the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Normally the church would stop reading about right there. Uh, Verse 11 says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, says the Lord. And all nations shall call you blessed, and you shall be a delightsome land, says the Lord of hosts. What a mighty word that's filled with condemnation, with promise, with hope, with strength and power. And it's backed up by the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts means the God with many armies and so that reminds me of the account of the young man who is getting beat up in the uh the playground after school and he runs home and and um, his dad is there and he runs to his dad and he tells his dad he's dad I, i got beat up and his dad instead of consoling him or um baby in him he's sending back out so you go back out to that playground and you go out there and you fight and he didn't know that his father was tagging along behind him as he was going and so he mustered up his strength and he um, got himself together and he charged the playground ah! and the young man took off running he got so excited. He said, oh my God, they, they're, 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 they're fleeing because they know I'm going to get them this time. But the real truth is that they could see his father in the bushes not far from them. And so they fled. And so that's like the, the, the Lord of many armies. He, he got your back. And, and you might think you tough and anointed and full of all of it, but it's really the armies that back up the king of kings that 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 put that promise in such a way and so the lord here is saying unto the, the people who have moved away from him and, and i know y'all know 
if you're listening to me and you're living February the 6th of 2022, that we have definitely backed up from him and, and moved from him and turned from him. And he's talking to these people and he's telling them that you, um, you, you guys are, 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 are not fulfilling your end of the bargain. You're, you're not being faithful to me. And they said, yes, we are. We're faithful. And how can you say we're not faithful? And um, he tells them, well, you're, you're not faithful with your money. You, you, you're not faithful in bringing tithes into the, the storehouse. Um, you're not making sure that my house has meat. My God, help me somebody. Meat. And, and so what's interesting, and, and if you break this down and you start to, to study this, you, you realize that what the Lord of hosts is saying to the people is that you are supposed to bring your tithe and your offering to the storehouse so that it's a community so that there's no need that's not being met there and um and so he not only tells them to do that but then he tells them if you do that a condition if you do that then i'll open up a window and pour out a blessing that you won't be able to handle my god and i'll devour the, the uh, i will keep the devourer from you um somebody said well what's a devourer um the devourers were are, are locusts and beetles and and things that eat your stuff up um before you can get a chance to enjoy them and and so the lord said i'll rebuke the devourer for your sake all in that you make sure that my house has meat and and meat is everything that the house needs is provided and in god's economy it's provided by you by the members and and, and the way that it was proposed genius it's incredible is that everybody gives equal sacrifice but there's no such thing as equal giving because everybody's sacrifice is based on their earnings and so as long as everyone brings in what they're supposed to your amount may be 20 his amount is 30 their amount is 110 mine is 80 as long as we're bringing in the equal sacrifice it provides meat for the house and so um one of the things and one of the mistakes that happens especially in our community and if you don't know by the sound of my voice i'm african-american and one of the things that happened in the african-american um, community in our church is that we don't um, take care of our stuff like we should and so we end up having to beg a lot and you see you go to church and there are 10 baskets there's one for this and that and that and, and, and I don't believe that's what <laughs> this meant. <laughs> if you would just bring what you're supposed to bring, and I bring what I'm supposed to, 
then the church would have meat and we would participate in receiving window opening pouring out of blessings devour rebuking and we'd be able to shout instead of cry one of the things i've learned is that the churches and people who operate how they should in god's economy have themselves they spend more time praising and thanking god than they do asking god for things and so we'll move so this is an old testament principle i had a guy come to me one time with a profound argument he said well i believe that jesus christ fulfilled the law when he died on the cross and we shouldn't have to honor the law anymore and he said that as if the tithe was under the law and so i'll i'll leave it right there and we'll move but if you go to second corinthians chapter 9 he begins to talk about giving and um he talks about every man verse 7 i think it's verse 7 um excuse me y'all um second corinthians 9 yeah seven every man according as he's purposed in his heart so let him give and not grudgingly or of necessity for god loveth a cheerful giver and if god is able to make grace abound towards you that you all having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work as it is written he has dispersed abroad he has given to the poor and his righteousness remains forever now he that ministers soweth the seed both minister the bread for your food and multiply the seed for um, your seed sown increase fruit of your righteousness being enriched therefore all bountifulness that through thanksgiving unto God so in other words he's saying bring meat what you what you propose in your heart give so there's no limit he's not asking for 10 percent, but he's saying give as much as you can so under that principle of of what the what the guy i call him this stingy guy was saying was that because he didn't want to do 10 percent, he felt like that wasn't correct but you asked him what he was giving and it wasn't more than 10 percent. <laughs> and i said so you're you would be totally wrong um, in your thinking because if a 10% was required under the law then under grace it would be much more that would be required because Jesus Christ has a blood he shed his blood so we have a love debt that we owe to him and then his the main clause was that he said that um, the tithe was um um, under the law and I'm here to tell you today that it wasn't the tithe was set up long before um, the law came about Mo Moses gave the law but if you remember especially you theologians that even in Genesis when they're talking about Melchizedek and talking about some of the other king the king of Salem how they paid their tithes they tithe unto Abraham. They tithe unto Melchizedek. They tithe. So the tithe principle has been around much longer than the law. So even if Jesus Christ fulfilled every tittle of the law, then the tithe would not be removed because it never was under the law. 
what do you think the whole thing about the garden was? Let me get deep. I feel excited a little bit. The Lord told them that they could have everything in the garden except, and the Lord kept a tree for himself. <laughs> and 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 what is it that Eve and Adam and the devil spoke of? They spoke of not what they could have, but they spoke of which was withheld from them, my Lord. And so all they were consumed with was what God had, what they couldn't have that God said they couldn't have. And they weren't focused on what God told them that they could have. He said they could have everything in the garden except and so that is a tithe principle where the Lord has held 10% of the income that you make. I don't care how hard you work or how soft you work. 10% of that income belongs to the Lord. It's holy. It's holy. And, and so that's how it was in the Garden of Eden in Genesis. But, and they were having the great debate about eating of that fruit, which would open up their eyes and and the devil tricked her and told her you won't die and remember they did die they didn't die physically yet but they died spiritually instantly and then progressively they died and now you and i have been to the funeral home dozens of times in our life because people have died because they could not withhold that which was God's. And so that principle ties the principle my watch said, say it again. Hey, uh, uh, the principle um, of God's tithing was there in Genesis. He said, don't touch this. You can have all this, but don't touch that. The tithe is like, take your 90% income and live how you should leave 10 so that my house might have meat it's a principle and a blessing that's tied to it and it comes and and so what i found is that most people are so worried about what's gonna go on with the meat that's provided in the house instead of worry about their own house where there's 90 percent I don't want to pay the pastor. I don't want to pay the musician. I don't want the grass cut. We want everything done free. Man, I wish I had a witness. <laughs> Woo! Worried about the meat. The Lord said, "Bring the tithes into my house, so that, so that, so meat, meat is just what's right. Bring the tithes in, so that we can have what's right in it." Hey. And then we're so focused on that which we cannot have, that which doesn't belong to us. Yes, that that which doesn't belong to us. I I, I tell my little girl now. She she's always she said, well 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 she did this and 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 and, I, and 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 she didn't give it to me. And and every time I would correct her and I'd say, listen, stop worrying about what they doing and worry about what you need to do and your responsibility. And I find that that's where the body is. We're so busy meddling for stuff we are not charged with. Whoo, help me somebody. 
that we can't do what we're supposed to do. And so, listen, there's a blessing in giving. There's a blessing. It's better to give than it is to receive. There's a better feeling that you get when you re- when you give than when you receive. Because a lot of times you're receiving and you're being, oh my God, why'd you do this? Why'd you give this to me? Oh my God, they gave me pressure. Oh my God, I remember one time someone brought me and gave me a $100 bill. And they just said, hey, I heard it was your birthday and I just want to give you a $100 bill. And balled it up, put it in my hand. And you would think I would have felt great. Oh my God, a hundred dollars. But then I was thinking, oh my God, I got to try and figure out when their birthday is so that I can give them a gift. And so the pressure came from receiving, but the blessing is in the giving. Woo, somebody, Woo, I was preaching better than anybody said anything on this play. And so giving is better than receiving. And paying the tithes and offering, God is blessing you and keeping you and increasing you. Your health, your strength, your mental awareness, your forewithal, your discernment, your peace. Peace. Isn't it good to just know peace that you don't have to worry about the devourer coming trying to mess with your stuff? Because the Lord of armies, many armies, is watching backed up that promise with that guarantee until we meet again